Welcome to the Empowered Homes podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to be a resource to connect church and home by growing strong families. Hey, this is Bobby. Today on the show, we have a guest with us, Will Mancini. We recorded this episode at our Empowered Homes Family Ministry Conference, and we were live, so you'll hear some people in the background. It's a really fun show. Uh, we interview Will Mancini, who uh, wrote a, a new book. It's called Clarity Spiral. This Clarity Spiral, the four breakthrough practices to find the one thing you're called to do. So personally, us, how do we live out our call? Calling uh, with clarity. Uh, Will is a fantastic thinker and he will challenge you personally as we grow and want to live out our walk and our calling. We must understand who we are and have a clear understanding of that. So if you want more information about Will, uh, you can go to willmancini.com or find more information on empoweredhomes.org. Hey, Bobby, it's great to be here. love being at the conference. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. We just got rolling. Um, there's breakouts going on right now. You got a few yeah. this afternoon and uh, this morning, and, and we're so thankful to have you. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. So, Will, um, if no one's ever heard the name Will Mancini, who are you? <laughs> yeah, great, great. Yeah, well, I, well I'm, I'm a pastor, really, who... Uh, through the process of uh, coming to a church here and being a part of a church plant in Houston over the years, actually had just a growing interest in the word clarity, the mm-hmm. ideas of vision. And what does it look like? Initially, Bobby, it was as we were kind of a Willow Creek model church, you know, a couple decades ago, and we were figuring out who we were going to be when we grew up as a little baby church plant. I just got fascinated with that whole mm. lexicon of mission, vision, values, you know, DNA, okay. ministry, philosophy, all that stuff. And right at the time when uh, when when we were doing what we were doing, it was uh, really the height of what I call the cloning conference era. I mean, there were more church church leaders in like the year 2000 going to conferences, trying to adopt, you know, and plug and play another person's model of ministry. And I just something inherently felt like not fully like optimized with that. I thought, you know, I think God has actually a little better plan for individuals to develop their own ministry model. And so that's how the big bang started for me back in 2001, when I left pastoring full time to kind of do this coaching consulting gig. That's awesome. So tell us a little about your organization too. uh, Yeah, well, the the organization I started for the church's organizational work is Oxano. So that was started in 2004. It's a Greek word that means to cause to grow Mm -hmm. that Luke uses when he describes the the church in Acts. So that's been a fun fun run of of, uh, working with a team of guys. And we're a nationally based nonprofit firm that we, uh, we, we does visionary planning process work with churches. So, yeah, so you'll, uh, you, your team actually goes into churches to help them kind of have this conversation yeah. to find clarity and vision and DNA. And, and that's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's, we use a little master tool called the vision frame, as yeah. you know, and, yep. and a, a planning tool called the horizon storyline. And we usually work six, nine, 12 months with church teams to really uh, fully kind of experience the breakthrough on naming 
you know, who they are as a church, mm-hmm. where they're going next as a church, and really, as you know, take some time to really implement implement that and integrate that into the complexity of church life. There's so many moving yeah. parts and wow. so much of what happens out there in the name of clarity or vision is a quick re- weekend retreat. And mm-hmm. you, know, you might have a new poster or a new sermon series, but you don't really have a new culture yeah. you know, uh, forming. That shift. And man, if you're listening and you're a church leader, just how, how many times have you been in a meeting and you've thought, man, we're just living week to week. There's yeah. no horizons what you said there's no like what's the big picture what's the frame of i'm trying i'm doing everything and filtering it through and so what you do in helping churches create that is just vital for us to so true for health for um just team dynamics so we're not going like why are we doing this you know if we know the vision out there it should be easy for us to say this is why we're doing it, right? Everything, yeah. every program, every event, everything that we have, because we see what's in front of us. And so many churches, and I talk to guys and girls all over that they just, we go to staff meeting and I just wish there was more clarity. I wish there was more. And that's what your your organization will come in and help churches do that, which is incredible, man. If you think about it, most pastors will spend more time in sermon prep in four weeks than they will spend on vision work yeah. in five years. Mm. And it's just such a missing opportunity, Bobby, you yeah. know, out there. Once you get on the other side, once uh, once a leader knows what it's like to have that crystal form clarity and have the team really yeah. dialed into that, it's like having a steering wheel in a car where you, you didn't have a steering wheel before. Wow. And ministries, you know, pastors or ministers will go to a new context all of a sudden and they'll be like, oh my goodness, wh- where's yeah. my steering wheel? This yeah. place has no clarity. Yeah. That's good. And, and helping, you know, uh, the, the pastors help lead their staff with that clarity too. It, it's, it, it creates a bigger vision for uh, longevity of, of team members and, and the staff culture. But not only the staff, but it's for the people we minister to. Like when you have your church that understands the vision and they catch on to it and they're repeating things to you, it's powerful. Like they get it. They're all in whatever that is. And um, it, sadly, there's a lot of churches that are just kind of going week to week and just w- with no real clarity. So um, we could talk uh, all about that all the time. I want to talk specifically with you um, while you're here at the conference. Um, we're, we're, we're talking about these, uh, these, this personal clarity uh, and how do we, you know, as leaders or just as parents or anybody listening individually, uh, you talk about markers, right? Uh, or marks of you have yeah. how many yeah. marks are that you well, have we, the well, personal? The uh, you're absolutely right. That's the language yeah. we use all the time. So with every church we work with, we have literally a kind of a you know a customized. They all articulate each church we work with identifies really what kind of disciple are they designed to produce, and they'll yeah. have their own articulation of of the life marks of that. <laughs> With the personal clarity stuff, we uh, we've we've taken as I was sharing with you uh, earlier before we started the podcast, you know, the entire toolbox that we use for organizations. Mm. We've now about been about five years into this work. Yeah. We've designed it for individuals. We we call it gospel centered life design. Mm. So you can come through a very robust process, develop a personal vision frame, develop a personal life plan. And when we think of the marks side of the vision frame in that toolbox. We, uh, we talk about a life score, and we, wow. we actually encourage people to have four of those when you unpack our toolbox. So we would describe ultimate clarity indiv- at an individual level as having a life call statement, mm-hmm. a life core statement, four core values, 
life steps and life score. So we, we, you can hear the, the mantra, have life call, life core, life steps and life score. Four clarity pieces that really uh, inscribe your sense of who did God create me to be? What is my wow. special assignment on earth? Wow. As a, as a human being. So the, the life call, let's camp on that for just a few minutes of, uh, you know, unpacking, you know, is every person, like if I'm just a parent, maybe I'm a stay-at-home mom listening, do I have a life call? Yeah, I love that. I'm not yeah, a love stay-at-home that. mom. Love that, love that, love that question. Yeah. So I would say absolutely there's every single person has not just a life call, but a specific life call or a special assignment from God. Mm. Now, that is important to differentiate from the common call. So in a, when someone, Bobby, says to me, yeah, I know, I know my life call. I'm, you know, I want to glorify God or I want to be a follower of Jesus. Yeah. I say, fantastic. You know the common call of God to all human Everybody. life. Yeah. Um, but I, I believe in kind of the, the, the problem statement that I give my life to solving is that really most uh, believers have a special assignment from God or a specific calling and don't realize it. They've never named it. They've never really attended to it. And so what we want to do is take them through, I believe with the right tools, a little bit of time, mm. some coaching, you can have substantial clarity on really the, the arc or trajectory of what God put you uh, on earth to do with your life. And so that's what we're trying to do and name in that, in that particular uh, toolbox that we call unique. Yeah. We spell it with a Y-O-U. Gotcha. And IQUE, yeah. So the, that life call, I mean, you know, and if you're a single or stay-at-home mom, like don't hear me say anything negative. But, uh, you know, my wife, she stays at home. And one of the things that we talk about often and we have, and I think it's gotten better as, we, as we've uh, just grown together, but she would say often, like, I just, all I am is mom and Bobby's wife. And I'm like, no, God, God has something greater for you. And so, I, you know, thinking about that call, um, what, what, just give me an example of like yeah, anybody, yeah. just the generic, you know, yep. simple example. Of yeah. That. Would lo- yeah. Then that, that's such a great example. We have, we see breakthrough, you know, in 20 somethings, 40 somethings, you know, 60 somethings. One of the biggest storylines or narratives from our, from our life unique work which, by the way, is you know happening in churches all across America are doing this uh, life planning or gospel-centered mm. life design. But what we see, we see the thirty-something, forty-something moms that stay at home. They have a completely new horizon and viewpoint on their life through this. So, what we do is we we uh, we have a sweet spot tool, Bobby, where you walk through six tools to look at your ability, six tools to look at your passion, wow. what you're really passionate about, and we have six tools to look at your your ideal context. And a lot of times for a stay-at-home mom, to use that as an example, there is a, um, you're not necessarily changing your what as much as you're looking at it through a new why. And you can begin to pull back on your life and, and do some of the same activities with a completely different, you know, motivational perspective. Uh, let, me, let me illustrate. I, um, the, the CEO of Unique, uh, her name is Kelly Commisher. She uh, puts a lot of time and energy into our, our, uh, or, our, kind of ministry training organization, but she also, you know, loves being a mom and has two teenagers at the house. Her, when we go through the first step of doing special calling is you look at all those sweet spot kind of ingredients mm. and we, we have this really fun tool. We call it a, a um, kind of your two word uh, sweet spot summary. And we boil all of the inventory of your life down to two words. And what we do is to make, wow. make sure we, we get, we get generic out of it as we, we lead with like a, 
kind of a template so you can't name stuff generically. So we yeah. say, you exist to honor God and help others by. Like everyone's special yeah. assignment from God is going to honor God and it's going to help other human beings. So we just kind of get that. You can't say serve others. You can't yeah. say love God, love, love so people. it's already in there. You got to get all that yeah, generic out. Yeah. So for Kelly, her... Her uh, her two words are empowering momentum. That's not her life call statement. That's like a lens through which she begins to look at mm. her life. Okay. Another another uh, mom I know. Uh, her name is Susan. Her two words are designing enjoyment. Mm. And I could go um, thinking of um, Kim as a stay at home mom. Her two words are intentionalizing integration. And those words like sound like those aren't like coffee table talk, but that's yeah. like a delivery when you're in the process, and then from there you actually articulate a life call statement that you would share with yeah. your friends or at a coffee yeah. shop. So, so Kim's got that very kind of quirky, gets a lot of intentional ideas are all synthesized and summarized in the words intentionalizing integration. Mm-hmm. But her life call is helping people make every moment matter. And wow. she has a very specific way of thinking about how she goes about doing that. I can see my, my wife from here, Bobby, who's over there at uh, our, uh, our Oxano table. And, and Romy's two words is expressing compassion. Hmm. And, and, and because we're at a family conference, I can, I can um, talk about my parents' special calling. My dad is about restoring integrity. My mom's words are lifting life. I have uh, four children, three are adults, one's a two-year-old. So my, I know my adult children's ideas. Abby's all about simplifying connection. Joel is all about animating truth and mm. Jacob is about activating growth. And, um, that all kind of, you know, all the whole toolbox that, that we work on comes yeah. from my two words of, of applying essence. And these are just kind of fun ways to yeah. begin naming what it's not naming your job. It's not naming, you know, yeah. one thing, one season in your life or a project you might be working on. But, um, I have today about five different income streams. And I work with different organizations and you could look at that, go, wow, that's really complex. But for me, it's not because I'm doing, I mean, they're just different vehicles or ways that I apply essence. So Mm. that's my two words. My life call statement is helping make a life of more meaningful progress, more accessible to every believer. So in that life call, would you, would you say those, those two words uh, is clarifying uh, with uh, in your toolbox, I'm, I'm sure it's all in there too, but like just the different giftings that you have and the different, um, you know, tools that God has already put inside of you. You're just naming something to, to give it life. Is that uh, what I'm hearing? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. What, what, um, if you think about when you say naming something to give it life, I love that phrase yeah. because it reveals really kind of our, you know, divine design. When, when Adam is, is created, mm. he's told to, Increase, multiply, fill the earth, have dominion, subdue it. And the first act of his authority and power that God gave him to exercise becomes an act of naming. Wow. You know, he, he names the animals. And I remind, you know, whether your mom, dad, whether your church leader, um, as an influencer, as a, as a co-creator with God, your first tool is a word. Mm. It's what are, you know, what are you saying? How do you describe yeah. and name the most important things in your life? It's not, you know, your first tool is not a a wheel, a flint, or a hammer. It's a word. And that's how Adam discharges his authority and power in the universe, just wow. in his godlike image. When God discharges power, he speaks as well. Yeah. So, that, yeah. That's, so, yeah. That'll preach. That's good right there. That's And so going off of the first mark of uh, the calling, what and the second one is what? So we talk about life core. And in life our process, core. you articulate your kind of your top four 
core values or core convictions yeah. that reveal your character and guide your life decisions. So we, we just have such a great time with people right. taking them through to kind of look at their story. Most people, you know, experience their story, but they don't really interpret it and mine out of it what God has been doing. So, yeah. so much of what we're doing is just, you know, helping people park some margin time and really, yeah. Yeah. you know, with some guided help and create questions, just go back and name what God's been doing in their lives. Yeah. Cause I mean, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but just thinking about uh, under the understanding those, those core values, it helps you one kind of filter a lot of things in life. And r- really it helps you say no to some stuff. Like this isn't, this is it's kind of sideways energy, if you will use that term, or this isn't really what we're about. So it, it kind of solidifies of going, all right, if these are my core values, like as a parent for me to raise my kids, then if I have an issue that is maybe out of bounds and I'm spending so much energy and effort on that, that's not really what our family's about. And so it kind of brings it back into the target of, of what we're doing. Uh, and that's huge personally too. I, I think, you know, so many times we, we let the enemy tell us who we are instead of believing who God says we are. And that sideways energy gets interrupted. And so we got to uh, having those core values is huge. And so many people, I mean, what would you say? Like, I'm just thinking, um, because I've, I've kind of processed this, me and my wife have gone through this stuff, but, uh, how many would you say would, if, if I asked just a random person on the street, Hey, do you know your core values? Like what would be yeah. the percentage of people that could say, yeah, actually here they are. Like, Oh gosh. Yeah. You'd get you'd get a a you might get a, a rambling response from maybe five or ten percent of the population, but yeah. you would not get a a thoughtful, yeah. crystallized response from you know you're going to get that less than one percent is going to have an actual thoughtful, articulated response. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but to but to pick up on that idea, just to illustrate how powerful the, the values are, powerful for macro big life decisions, but they're powerful on an everyday basis. Mm-hmm. My my brother, a couple of years ago, uh, is a military doctor, and he was trying to make a big, you know, fork in the road decision about whether he's going to stay in the military, get out of the military. And he'd been wrestling through this this thing for like you know eighteen months. And we were just at my house, you know, at a, at a probably Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving dinner and having some extra turkey. And we just were, we just went through a little values discovery. And in a couple hours, we had articulated some key values. And uh, he literally was able to look through the filter of those values. And the decision was like, not just a little bit clear, like the, the fog was just completely lifted. Mm. His decision was made and 18 months of kind of wandering and wondering Wrestling. was just totally clarified through, through that process. But that's, Man. that's a big thing, but it happens every day with, whether it's a, a tension in your, in your home, maybe with your spouse. And you know, a lot of times it's not like a right or wrong. It's like, Hey, I'm, I'm looking at it through this values yeah, perspective and yeah, you're looking yeah. at it through this values perspective. So just the ability to unclog some of those tensions by, by naming values can be really, really powerful. And that's awesome. So we got uh, the call, then you have the core and then next is what we have, what we call life steps and life score. And I mentioned them both because okay. they kind of go hand, hand in hand. hand. Okay. Yeah, hand in hand. So let's unpack those. So imagine, you know, imagine having, you know, when you're, when you're driving your car, you can look down on a dashboard and you can immediately get a sense of, okay, everything's going okay right here. Um, and we do the same thing. We create a dashboard for your life. Uh, we do that through a very creative tool we call Storyline. So you basically imagine having a dashboard where you name uh, the four storylines of your life. And then we have a really cool kind of biblical assessment of how, you know, how are you doing in each of those storylines. So to give you an example 
I'll just share the names of my storylines again. It, yeah, yeah. We take time to unpack this. So my, uh, my, my faith and personal storyline, I call it my beloved son storyline. My family storyline is my, I call it my central circle storyline. My work vocational storyline, I call my Olympic contribution. And then I have a fourth storyline that I call my epic adventure storyline. So I look at my life call through these four threads or four mm. predominant themes in my life or these four storylines. And uh, in our toolbox, what you do is you have a biblical weekly review. So kind of fitting in with Sabbath and the uh. worshiping pattern of God's people, you actually just review your, your life plan and you review it through those, those four wow. uh, storylines. Now, the life steps are a little tool we use. Um, and when you see this all on a piece of paper, Bob, it's incredibly elegant and simple. But uh, basically what we do is we, we have a way of approaching, naming kind of one area of emphasis that we call a life step in each of those four storylines. Hmm. So at any given time, I'm looking at what are the four best next steps to take in my, in this case, my devotional life with God, my home life with my family, my work life, and in my, uh, what I call my adventure storyline, which is yeah. kind of a summary of everything happened in my life. And so, uh, so every 90 days, I write down four new steps I want to take in each of those storylines. It's a very simple uh, life planning a technique yeah. that's part, part of this vision frame. So I have a life call, one big idea, life core values for four life steps at a time, and then four storylines that I'm living my life through. And that becomes uh, a snapshot of uh, this vision frame for your, for your personal wow. life. It sounds like so complex, but yet so simple and powerful, man. Like, well, it's, it's uh, what ha- here's, here's what happens most of the time. People, the, the, all the world lives either underplanned or overplanned. Like you either don't have goals and you haven't thought through kind of who you are or you get excited, you go on a weekend retreat or, you know, yeah. you get a new tool or a book and you get really excited and you kind of do a little blitz and you write down a bunch of goals or a bunch of things you want to do. But it just, it's, um, it just, it's, it's too much too fast. So yeah. uh, we say it's, it's simple to make things complex, right? But it takes a complex process to get really to great simplicity. So basically we take people through, a, you know, either a 12-week course or a day, a day and a half, uh, you know, experience to build that vision frame that I just described. Yeah. And if you, if you do that well, you know, it, uh, it, it sounds like a lot, but it's actually the simplest yeah. life plan I know on one sheet of paper of all the life planning yeah, yeah. Uh, methodologies I've studied. So it's, it's pretty cool. Man, so good. Well, Will, thank you uh, for your time and just being here at the conference. Just uh, excited for you to jump in and pour into our leaders and the churches that we have here. Um, so if if I'm a ministry leader or a parent or really anybody, what's the best way to get more information about Oxano or, or yeah. anything with you? Yeah, yeah. well, I I've, uh, have a blog at willmancini.com and really work with four different organizations right now. So my clarity tools are kind of distributing through some different brands, but you can see all those okay. brands are Oxano, Life Unique, yeah. a new thing called Denominee, and I work with the Slingshot team as well. So you can learn more about getting getting tools and resources through those organizations at uh, the one site of willmancini.com. Perfect. And a book coming out? Yeah. Hey, thanks for asking. It's yeah. um, the book uh, on this clarity process for the individual is uh, coming out in first week of January. It's called Unique. Unique. Uh, Designing the life God dreamed for you. Yeah. So it's kind of how to be a co-creator with God and, and uh, it's his dream for you, but you've got to, you've got to, you've got to proactively design it. So we say it's your call. It's your calling, but it's your call. Are you going to step into it or not? So that's awesome. Excited about that, and really, hey, excited to be here. You yeah. just, just to mention to the listeners of uh, we we work with about four hundred churches a year at Oxano. Uh, I've been doing this work eighteen years full time, and I love what what Kingsland and Empowered Homes is doing. 
uh, and is literally one of the top of the top modeling leaders and churches in the country. It's not just doing phenomenal family ministry, but it's really a model of how to how to do everything we what I believe in yeah. what we talk about through these organizations. Uh, you guys are doing a unbelievable job. So it's such an honor yeah. to be here and see the fruit oh, man. of it's, your clarity, your culture, uh, the hard work you guys are doing as a leading yeah. uh, family ministry church in the country. It's it's a joy. We love it. And it's awesome. So more information, willmancini.com. Uh, thank you for being here, man. Hey, it's great to be here, Bobby. Awesome. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Empowered Homes podcast. For more content and information to connect church and home, please visit empoweredhomes.org.